and welcome to the Steam Boston podcast. This is Will Ma, the co-founder of Steam Boston. If you haven't heard of the Steam Boston podcast, the Steam Boston podcast provides dynamic and inspiring stories to students and professionals in the Steam fields. In this episode, we're talking about Scribbles and Ink, an original interactive series where kids' artwork comes to life through animated stories. Well, Scribbles and Ink is based on popular books and character by author and illustrator Ethan Long. Scribbles and Ink is a character-driven, original, digital interactive series that allow kids to discover the utter joy of using a paint, brush, crayon, and pencil to propel the way through an adventure. In this episode, we're going to be talking about Scribbles and Ink The Game, produced by WGBH Kids for PBS Kids. The Scribbles and Ink experience begins in the Scribbles and Ink studio, where animations of lead characters, Scribbles and Ink, prompt kids into a free drawing experience. In this episode, we're featuring, drumroll please, Marissa Wolski. Marissa Wolski is the Emmy and Peabody award-winning producer with over 25 years experience turning educational content into entertaining media for kids. Marissa has also been the principal investigator on over 15 National Science Foundation funded research and development projects, bringing in $38 million in funding. Stay tuned and welcome to the Steam Boston Podcast. Welcome back. In this episode, I'll ask Marissa a series of questions about the development of the Scribbles and Ink game. But first, let's listen and hear about Marissa's background at WGBH. I've um, mostly worked in children's, while I've been there, in children's media. And um, although I did work for a couple of years at Nova. And uh, mostly I've worked on STEM projects because we get a lot of our funding from the National Science Foundation. Mm -hmm. uh, so, um, shows like Zoom, which had, um, was a multidisciplinary show, but it did have, um, uh, segments that were devoted to science. And then Peep, uh, Peep was one of the first animated shows that really, um, created a curriculum for preschoolers that was developmentally appropriate, that was really focused on, um, learning, uh, science by having hands-on experiences. I've also worked on game shows like Where in the World is Carmen Sandiego. I created the Peabody and Emmy award-winning uh, show Design Squad, which was a reality competition show to get um, uh, upper elementary schools, students like tweens interested in engineering, mm -hmm. um, which is still also a website. Um, and then I've worked on uh, digital projects like Plum Landing, which focused on environmental science. And then our newest one, Scribbles and in Ink, which is what we're here to talk to you about today. I did spend some time during the weekend playing the game, um, oh, which is, it was, it's fun. Um, it, it was able to unlock a certain side of my brain where I was able to draw a spaceship and the spaceship was able to fly away. Um, I wish that there was a game like that back in the day. Our next question is, what was your top challenges when building Scribbles and Ink, the app? What we, our challenge was to integrate um, video watching and game playing all in one app. Um, so the, uh, the game, which is really uh, kids' drawings, propels the adventure, the animation. Um, and the, our challenge was to have the, that integration be seamless. I know that um, Ethan Long, um, who is the author of the book, 
um, create Scribbles and Ink. Um, got got a bit of inspiration from Tom and Jerry. Um, Scribbles is a cat, and um, Ink is a is a mouse. Yes. And the both personalities they they're opposites, but they kind of do complement each other. Um, how Scribbles um, is very neat, um, organized, but Ink um, things come coming comes and go, and it's really unplanned. So, but both of them do complement and uh, really goes in into the storytelling. Yes, absolutely. I mean, so they're friends, um, and you know, they, as such, they you know they really like each other and they draw inspiration from each other. And it's nice the way they um, model art uh, differently for the audience. There's lots of different ways to approach art, and they have a different approaches, and um, but that's okay. Scribbles Inc. and Ink, um, the game definitely um, incorporates many elements from science, technology, engineering, arts, and mathematics. Um, what was one of the most challenging parts of actually building the game? Sure. So the um, there were two challenges, I would say. One was the creative challenge of figuring out how to make the experience um, be replayable and so that the interactions that we uh, put in the game make it so that kids want to just keep drawing again and again. Mm -hmm. So um, one of the interesting things we, we saw when we were play testing with kids, so we, we wanted to make sure that these interactions were interesting. So we did a lot of um, sessions in schools where we showed kids different uh, versions of the game, some just on paper and then others very rudimentary prototypes. In what, interestingly, we knew we had a hit when the kids would um, draw for the, the space that you pointed out, they draw mm -hmm. a very conventional looking rocket ship and then they'd immediately um, play the story again and draw like a wackier rocket ship. And then mm -hmm. uh, the third time, maybe they're, you know, their scribbles and ink are going into space on a rainbow. Um, mm -hmm. So uh, it was that iterative um, creation um, that we, we, we just love seeing. Uh, so it was that replayability that w was a big nut to crack. And once we sort of got understood that looping would help and also on how to make sure that the experiences, what we were asking the kids to do was open-ended enough. So we're, mm. we try not to be too specific with what we ask them to draw and to be a little more general so that they, their imaginations can really come into play. Um, the second challenge we experienced was, uh, was more technical, was how to get broadcast quality animation um, into um, a game for the kind of money that we had on, with our budget. Um, so, and we did that by uh, programming the animation uh, using um, Cocos, which is a coding platform, um, rather than using a typical animation um, package like Harmony. Mm -hmm. When I was playing the game, um, at first I, I did draw the conventional rocket ship, um, but after several iterations, um, I was like, I added cheese to that rocket ship. Like, excellent. <laughs> like. What? There was cheese on the rocket ship, and <laughs> I keep kept on adding different stuff, and and the storyline it's it's so like it's so captivating, and and I just kept on playing. Like, oh, it, that's it, great! It brought me back to my childhood. So that's so, really great. Yeah, yeah. The the game definitely enables kids' drawings to come to life. Um, so stories do create a create magic and a sense of wonder for the world. Um, 
yeah, definitely for parents, it might be hard for them to just sit down and read a book, but this game definitely unlocks a different level of creativity. Like, oh, def- yeah. yeah, yeah, we we think so too. I'm glad you find that. Um, you know, one of the things, reasons why we were prompted to do this, not just sort of in exploring the integration of uh, video and gaming, but also the fact, the drawing. Um, kids, when they get older, think they, you know, aren't able to draw. They mm. they think there's a right and a wrong way. Even though when they were younger, they would draw, you know, lots and lots of pictures mm-hmm. and have a complete freedom with their creativity. Um, and w- one of the, our goals was to, you know, try to encourage kids that, you know, no matter what they draw or how they draw it, that, you know, it, it, it's an expression of themselves and that they can have success. Yeah, that, that, that's very true. Um, um, back when I was young, I, I used to draw a lot of cars, um, but but after a few years, like, I, I lost that sense of creativity and, and this game can definitely fill that gap. We agree. <laughs> <laughs> um, when you were um, considering that the age group that you were targeting, um, that four to eight range, um, did you have any roadblocks when you were creating um, features in the game? Um, no, I, I would say we didn't have any roadblocks, but it was definitely something we always considered um, to make sure that whatever we were doing is accessible to both the younger and the older end of our audience. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, you know, it, it, there's a big age gap between a four and an eight-year-old. Um, but um, PB, because we're on PBS, and, and by the way, the app is um, free, which is great for mm-hmm. any kid that wants it. Um, and, it and it's also why we put uh, the material on the website for kids who don't have tablets. We launched in December, and the, the, the game is doing extremely well. Um, and PBS has a, has a big young audience, so we, we know that... Um, we've succeeded in it being able to target both the younger and the older end of the audience. There's draw, there's video, and um, there's also activities. Um, did you work on all of the elements of of, of the, those sections of, of for Scribbles and Ink? Yes, and um, yeah, so there's the main game, which is the draw. There's watch, where we um, produce three videos uh, that give kind of a how-to draw scribbles and ink and also one um in which uh feelings uh, it shows how simple it is to just um you know with a certain way you draw a line you can express so much feeling in a character mm-hmm. um and then the and then the third uh um element is those uh hands-on activities where you can print the activity and then draw you know um off the computer you did have experience working on peep and zoom did it influence in any way of the production of Scribbles Link in Ink? No, so I think um, one of the neat things about working in children's programming is that every um, content area or medium we do, um, we, we think of a different production model. So I would say, you know, it was interesting when we did Peep, it was one of the first um, shows that was animated using Flash, mm. um, which of course, you know, it's almost people don't use anymore, but then it was kind of revolutionary um, because the assets we were created for the animation were vector. So then they could be then be used um, in on the website, on the, you know, in print materials um, without any, you know, um, 
issue, uh, you know, without any effect on the image, which was fantastic and uh, incredibly flexible. Um, and it also um, was uh, such that, uh, you know, it made the, the, the whole production uh, less expensive um, using Flash. Um, so we're always trying to figure out kind of innovative ways to approach our the production of our programs. Mm -hmm. Oh, in terms of thinking about the storyline um, for Scribbles and Ink, I, I know that the, the first one was was going on the, on the rocket ship. Um, how did you, what, what kind of elements did you, did you put in to, to creating stories that could be like captive, captivating for, for the um, four, four to eight age group? Sure. So um, we, uh, for the, um, the first four stories uh, that are in this game, we um, focused on things that were sort of more domestic nature, except of course of the space, but, um, you know, making costumes out of boxes or, um, you know, throwing a party, uh, things that kids, you know, were, was very relatable. We're actually um, gonna do, we're in the production for a second season, which is really exciting. Mm -hmm. um, and um, with that, we're gonna actually uh, have Scribbles and Ink go off to more fanciful lands. Wow. But the, you know, the other thing we, we, we developed um, were the interactions, which was um, the, the different art tools. And um, we wanted to make sure that, the, for instance, the art tools felt like real art tools that you would use in the real world. The, the sound effects, for instance, make a sound that a real art tool would make. Um, they have uh, similar uh, transparency, um, like the watercolor tool, et cetera. Mm -hmm. um, and we also uh, wanted to ensure that um, whatever the, those interactions that we programmed um, uh, were also engaging and, and would allow for a lot of um, open creativity. Uh, so for instance, um, when we drew for the rocket ship, when they drew the porthole, that allowed Scribbles and Ink to poke through, but also, and for uh, the computer to know how to launch it, but it also allowed for a real open-ended um, uh, creativity in creating for kids to create their own rocket ship. My next question is: What ways are you tracking the succession of Scribbles and Ink the game? Sure. Yeah. So um, we have uh, we know that when it launched, it, 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 the it did really well. Kids actually spent twice as long on the game as the average time spent on um, other games in the PBS Kids video uh games app and um uh so which which was very exciting to us we programmed uh, coded the google analytics so that we have an understanding of um the how they how much kids looped meaning you know that when they drew one thing watched it and then went back and drew another and then watched it um but we don't have that data yet but we're excited to see um to really understand the the pathway that kids took in that engagement once Scribbles and Ink, once you have valu valuable data, you're, you're definitely going to be going on the next project, um, <laughs> le le learning from experiences and definitely going to be, if, if one part of Scribbles and Ink um, succeeds and, and, and does very well, he's definitely going to keep applying the same element for for the future game so so definitely. oh for sure yeah. yeah i have to say all our we learn so much from every project we do and it always informs the next are you going to um implement like any math or, or anything um like science engineering like into scribbles and ink um, sure i think um our next step 
um, is to expand um, the world beyond drawing. Think about different uh, kind of media um, that artists use. That will be our, our next step. Um, but I, you know, we, we hope for a big future with these characters and I, you could imagine them being inventors or, you know, using lots of lots of things, uh, lots of STEM uh, skills in order to, uh, you know, create. Is there a specific um, area that, that, that you want to talk about your experience in, in building the game? So, you know, one, one unique thing about um, the game is that uh, m most often when think people think about interactive stories, they follow a format of watch, stop, do, watch, stop, do. Mm -hmm. And it, it prevents kids from feeling like they're playing alongside the characters. Or they follow a choose your own adventure format, which is, you know, constraining because you need to know the outcomes ahead of time yes. of what mm -hmm. choices kids will make. And therefore, the story plays out in limited ways. So um, that was one of the, you know, uh, challenges uh, we we took on was to ensure that the interactivity never didn't feel that way, didn't feel like it was either watch, stop, do, or or limited branching mm -hmm. options. You know, I think the other thing I want to just note is that um, it was funded by um, a CPB Digital Innovations Grant and also, um, you know, by PBS Kid. I think, uh, you know, there's not a lot of out there that um, helps kids uh, kind of be creative in an open-ended way. Um, and uh, the more we can do, to help kids uh, be creative, uh, I think the better everybody else, everybody will be. I pretty much covered um, most of my questions that, that our team has written down. Great. Um, um, maybe maybe I should just let mention where the uh, you can find the app and the website. Mm -hmm. Sure. The app is on the PBS Kids Games app, which you can find in the App Store. Um, and then the URL for the website is pbskids.org slash scribbles and ink. And scribbles and ink is one word. All right. Thanks, thanks for spending your time on this um, Wednesday you. afternoon. Yeah. And uh, thanks also for uh, your podcast. I, I, I think that there's a lot of folks out there who are looking to figure out the pathway that they can take. And it's great that you're providing them with options. Well, thank you for listening to our interview with Marissa Wolski. And if you do want to play Scribbles and Ink the game, visit pbskids.org slash scribbles and ink. And once again, pbskids.org slash scribbles and ink. If you do know any kids from the ages of four to eight, let them play the game. Let them explore that creativity and let them dive into space. Thank you for listening to the Steam Boston podcast and see you next time. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in to the Steam Boston Podcast. Be sure to follow Steam Boston on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook for all updates. Check out SteamBoston.com to read more career advice and stories of students and professionals in the Steam fields. Thanks again for tuning in and feel free to give us a rating on Apple Podcasts. Thank you so much and see you later.